I wanna go back to my little grass shack in Kalakakuhavai. I wanna be with all the kanis and wahis that I knew long ago. I can hear the old guitars playing on the beach at Hokonauma. I can hear the old Hawaiians singing. Come on, my It won't be long till my ship. You know, Big Cav, I, I want you to know that now that you're about a bajillion miles away now, I'm defending your honor. Um, when when the sandwich is here, I just want you to what know is, he's, he's staying alive. What is shit. now? Just you know, thank you goodness he's because I'm six thousand miles away. Thank goodness he's gone. Oh, I wonder really? If he's, I wonder if wow. he's. I wonder if he got sick in Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> Who's he going to call for for an Uber? Like a whole bunch of different stuff. Like it's crazy. Oh. Absolutely. I said only like one of those five things. Which one? <laughs> uh, if you want to guess which one I said, you can call into the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. What are the choices? It's gonna be it's gonna be a show. It's gonna be a show. Big Kev, how's that? Go ahead. What what were the three choices that they get to guess from? And if you guess correctly and you're the uh, random winner that we select, we will send you a prize. Right? You know? Hot damn. Sending prizes. (laughs) You know? Sandwich. I'm gonna text after the show. (laughs) See text OG after the show. Big Kev, welcome. How you how you doing? How'd uh, how'd your trip go back to uh Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, fine. It was all good. Thank you. Feeling good? Well, actually, feeling... It was kind of nuts. Actually, there was a medical emergency on the plane. Of course there was. <laughs> Over the Pacific, some woman had like diabetic shock or some problems. Ruh-roh. And then we, all, we also had a disruptive passenger who was taken off by the police when we got to Hawaii. So. Oh, shit. No. Oh, so you had... You had entertainment. You had you get to watch a movie, and you get to watch your like, your passengers, your fellow passengers. I watched four movies, Ooh. four and a half technically. Let me see. Let me see if I can remember what I Come watched. On, there you go. Um, I watched Jojo Rabbit, which was Ooh. absolutely hysterical. I heard good things. If you have not seen it, you should. Um, did we say what the three choices were? What are the three choices in this contest? Uh, <laughs> it's what Sandwich said before. Thank Leave God the... you're gone. Uh-huh. Did you get sick? And so who do you, choice number and one. Who do, uh, and who do you call for an Uber once you're over there? What did, what did Sandwich say contest? Uh, <laughs> choice number one is, what was it? Uh, did you get sick? Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't. What was the first one? Thank goodness he's thank Oh, thank goodness God you're gone. gone. Choice number two okay. is, did choice you get sick? Choice number one is, thank goodness he's gone. Number two was, did he get sick? And Even though we haven't discussed the details of my illness on the show, nor will we. Good. Well, that's number three. Uh, who will you call for an Uber? Who will you call for an Uber? All right. All good options. Here we right go. There. So yeah. pick from those three choices. Which one did Sandwich actually say uh, <laughs> about me now that he has the feeling of safety being 6,000 miles away? Uh, give us a call at the GVM line. 201 730 Two five four seven. If we choose your randomly selected correct entry, you will win a prize that will be shipped to you by sandwich. Yes. Hot damn. There you go. Hot damn. We're starting this episode off right. It's, episode five seventy five. Fingers will be all over that prize. <laughs> there you go. 
So we got episode 575 of Geek Stuff TNG. Well, I temporarily called Tagalongs. All right. We'll figure one out. Why Tagalong? I don't know. We had a text conversation about it the other day. So that's the temporary one I'm going with right now. Is that why you text me about that? Was that in the group chat or was that a private text- thing? No, that was a, it was a private thing because um, I got you guys Girl Scout cookies. Oh, nice. Which is really the yeah. best best gift possible. So okay. I I'm, I appreciate it. What'd you pick? Problem. I got them at a dis- I got them at a discounted rate, so I knew you guys are good for the money. So. What, the, the, the off the truck rate, or <laughs> never you mind what the rate is. Don't you, you worry about prepared. it. Don't ask questions April, at the table. They'll and be you- available in April. And you know the way people uh, help support the the Girl Scouts, they can help support Geeks of TNG. Yeah. All oh, they what? Need- How can that? Oh, sir, all they need to Are do. Selling oh, <laughs> actually, you know, a bake off wouldn't be a terrible idea. All they need to do is go to patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For a measly buck, you'll get access to our Discord service, kind of like a little online chat room. For three bucks, you'll get the latest show a day and a half early. Usually that's Tuesday night. A sneak peek at the prep sheet for the week. For five bucks, you'll get the weekend bonus show of the sandwich, the sandwich shop. shop. So I'm going to get out, uh, hopefully. Tonight. There you go. Did he get it done? Because he said he was going to do it after he dropped me off. Yes, and then I got stuck in traffic and my phone died, so I had to navigate New York uh, blind. Uh, there's a whole other conversation there. And you get access to some wow. vintage why, why, um, why didn't you plug your you have a charger in your truck, sir? And it went to shit and stopped working. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and for 10 bucks, you get to see the show live on the Instagrams, um, like Will is right now, just chilling and watching us. So we appreciate it, Will. Thank you, sir. Um. So there you go. Um, I think that's it. So by the way, Big Kev, actually, before we get started, uh, talk to Mister uh, George Vega over at Gotham for our uh, for the store's uh, third birthday. Just kind of uh-huh. praising the show, just thanking for his support and everything like that, and just just a lovely guy in general. So um, he sent me the page where OG and I appear. Yep. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. So I've been showing it around to people, and they're like, "Well, that's definitely OG." Well, you guys are both wearing like suits and top hats. Like it's it's obvious. No, OG is wearing a bowler hat, so it's you know it's obviously him. But yeah, so I should I'll send that over to you. We should post it up and get some opinions on it. I, okay, okay, I, I dig it right away. I realized right yeah. away who he because he he sent it to me. He's like, "Who does this look like?" I'm like, "Oh, it's them." Yeah, well, OG's an easy spot because he's you know. He's, 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 uh, you know, what's, what's, what's that called now? It's not a, it's not a yuppie. It's a hipster. It's a he's, hip he's 90, 90% hipster at this point. I can't you know, see with him with his, a monocle at minimum. So with his fad diets and his, uh, <laughs> beard, beard accessories and hey, yeah, not so. the beard accessories are necessary. Uh, I'm not Mr. I haven't shaved. Okay. His okay. cuffed pants. <laughs> so everyone, everyone can see his stylish socks. You know, just saying. He's Fashion there. stuff, yeah. Stuff. Um, okay, so there you go. So uh, and, and and thanks to some of the people who came to or, or to the people who came by and chatted up uh, at the store. So I was much appreciative. Um, so all right, boys. So we got a, like a long list, long list of stuff that we need to hit today. Um, first of all, let's start with some of the uh, the Super Bowl commercials that hit on Sunday. So um, I think the best one, from my opinion, the best one 
was absolutely the Hyundai Smart Pack. Smart Pack. The Smart Pack. Yeah, Smart Pack. Everybody in in the office was uh, saying that uh, the Monday of, with uh, what was it Chris Evans, John Krasinski, and Rachel Dratch. 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 Okay. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. I thought that was the best one by far. Um, what was the? I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. There were some of the the MC Hammer in a, what was it? I think a Cheetos commercial. Yeah, I think it was Cheetos. I think that was absolutely hysterical. And there was the the other Doritos one um, with Sam Elliott. I can't remember the other guy's name, but they were like doing like a it looked like they cowboy like, dance off. Yeah, they put yeah exactly a cowboy dance off and. Once his mustache kind of did like the little wave thingy, I just thought that was absolutely hysterical. Um, yeah, of course, we had a little 30 second, I guess, more of a teaser than it was a, a trailer mm-hmm. for um, some of the uh, the Marvel Disney Plus. That I thought was shows. the best. I thought it was, I it thought, was pretty good. I thought it did exactly what it had to do. It just kind of reminded everyone, got like a little hype out there and uh, teased the hell out of Loki. Yeah. Which people were just clamming at the bit for. So. You know what's awesome is is one that we we did not know that was coming. I I didn't see any no notice advance yeah, notice at all nothing. that this might be happening. Yeah. And when you saw that shield and Sam throws the shield and then they're kind of doing some rapid fire kind of clips mm-hmm. from that uh, from that uh, 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 you know from that show and you see the back of the new Captain America who we know is not. Steve Rogers, nor is it Sam. So I think we can see pretty much where the thrust of that show is going at this point. Mm -hmm. The government obviously doesn't want Sam as Captain America. And, you know, I guess Sam and Winter Soldier do. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But that seems Mm -hmm. to be, at least in part, that seems to be the thrust, perhaps, of of what's going on in that show. We also saw some clips from WandaVision. Yep. Which is a strange thing. Uh, they showed a bunch of different types of TV shows, like sitcoms, where uh, Wanda and Vision were just kind of, you know, sort of in the living room-ish, if you will. Yep. Um, and so that's some weird stuff. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know what to make of that. But then they're being so tight-lipped about it that it's going to be a surprise to everybody when we eventually get to see it. Agreed. And then Loki, they needed one line and from Tom And that's all they needed. Yeah. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Done. And everybody is like, when can we have Loki, please? <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I think that was an absolute home run. That's all they need to do. And, uh, you know, power to them. That's just great. The other one that was like really up our alley, um, was it Wonder Woman trailer that dropped? Yeah, a, a crappy one. Yeah, I actually don't even remember. I didn't like it at all. At this point. I might, that might slip through the cracks for me now that, now that I think about it. Yeah. There, there was also the Jeep uh, Groundhog Day commercial. That was okay. With Bill Murray. It was Groundhog Day. Bill Murray, they even got Ned Ryerson back, for goodness sake. And I think that was his brother also playing the mayor again, like he did in the I, original. That, that part I do think so, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was great, actually. Um, I know the Mr. Peanut one felt, well, at least it felt like it felt kind flat. of flat. Um, I heard yeah, because real- he looks like... He looks like Baby Yoda, I, but I, a peanut. I, I also heard, and I'm not 100% sure if this is true, so take it with a grain of salt. I also heard that originally they had to redo everything because it was him dying in a helicopter crash. Oh. So I don't know, how, I don't know how much of that is true, but if I, I'm kind of curious. I don't even want to Google it just to find out. Like that's, yeah, no. That would be just terrible. Um, so 
the the baby peanut versus baby Yoda conversations are are just frivolous because the child is obviously the cuter of the two options. Yeah. No, oh, there you go. Uh, and also before we forget, there's also the Jason Momoa. <laughs> Rocket Mortgage. That one, that was, one was hilarious. That one was creepy, creepily hysterical. And, and honestly, I think my favorite part was um, when he was trying to bench press and his wife just kind of picked up the bar yeah. after he said he had enough. And people actually thought that was that was legit for a second. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I mean, I'm hoping that they're just really, really being sarcastic and they just, you know, it didn't come across that way. Um, so, yeah. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, I know there's Chris Rock in the Facebook commercial, which is eh, which is more odd than surprising. Yeah. I think. Oh no, there was the commercial. There was the Walmart commercial. How can we forget that one? Oh, the building, the rebuilding communities. Was that the one? The one with uh, with all of the spaceships and aliens. Uh, Sam Jones was in it, riding in on a Hawkman rocket sled. Okay, now I'm big. With Hawkman, there was the Enterprise, there was the Lego ship, there was the Men in Black. There was, I mean, it was this whole science fiction sort of, you know, uh, cornucopia uh, jammed into a Walmart commercial, which I thought was really, really clever. So good on them for that one. And also, before I forget, the uh, Ryan Cranston um, Mountain Dew commercial recreating uh, The Shining. Yeah, with the with the mom from Blackish. I always forget her name, but uh, uh, yeah, she's uh, really funny. Tris- something Ross. Don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Um, and oh, and there was the Rick and Morty thing, which was okay. You know, I you know what I thought of the Rick and Morty thing? I thought it was part one. I thought there, there was going to be another part. There might have been another part to that. that I just I don't. I didn't see it. I didn't see a second part to that, which I thought for sure, like, oh, this is part one, and later. We'll get part two, like later in the game, we'll get part two where, mm-hmm. you know, Rick somehow solves the situation. That's what I thought was going to happen. I didn't see that at all, though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I thought it was overall, I would say it was an OK year of Super Bowl commercials. I feel like I feel like in the years past, we've had more trailers, way more. trailers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this was m- much more product driven or service driven. Um, but at the same time, I. I they don't need to get their trailers out there the same way. You know, if Marvel, if Marvel wants to drop a trailer, they can just drop it online. It'll get millions of views. Well, well, they, um, well, they dropped a new wonder woman trailer. Yeah. Like one more like a TV spot than a trailer. And it had like, you know, maybe 10% new footage, maybe one scene. I think taskmaster like kind of popping the shield up onto his arm was the only real thing in there of significance that looked new. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was um, and so. th- I think there was Fast and the Furious, wasn't there? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, which I don't Fast care and about the Furious that. Nine, something like that. Yeah, um, I can't it. believe there's nine fucking movies of that thing. Three. It's nine, but that doesn't count. I don't think that counts Hobbs and Shaw. No, I don't know. Does not so count. Technically, Hobbs and there's ten. I don't know, there's and I don't really ten in the universe. Don't really universe. I the don't Fast know. And Furious. I don't know. The, the Fast and Furious first. <laughs> hold on, how many? The FF. How many? Nope. How many Fast and Furious movies are there versus how many DC Universe movies are there? Uh, Were they able? How to many pump? Fast and Furious movies are there that are good? No, that's another conversation. Versus how many DC movies are out there that are good? That's another. That's another voice. There's, there's a. There's a. Right there. Yeah. There's a question on their thoughts. Yeah. Um, anything else you boys want to add about the Super Bowl other than nice game? Yeah, yeah. if you say so. Happy I just... for 
happy for Kansas City and, you know, the president who is congratulating the great state of Kansas. Yeah. I like the halftime show. I almost I almost want to give people like a benefit of the doubt because how many people say good luck, you know, they, they root for the New York teams, like the New York Giants, and they play like down the street here in Jersey. <laughs> Can I say this about the halftime show since Sandwich brought it up? Sure. Sure, why not? There was a, there was a lot of... Um, Movement? Upskirt. <laughs> Upskirt imagery in that show. Just saying. All right. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, Just saying. Know. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. Luke, careful <laughs> what you say. No, 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 I'm, I'm gonna say. I saw a picture because everyone's complaining that there was some uh, sexuality, I guess, in it. And it's like next halftime, next year's halftime show. Some. And it was a bunch of a uh, like. Uh, Puritan-looking women <laughs> standing in robes and like a choir. I really, I really just want like Metallica or, or like Anthrax. Like that's just all I want. Like it's football. You're never, you're never getting a rock band in there again. Name the last rock band that was in there. The Who was in there, like in the last uh, 10, 12 years. The Who was in there at the I, last. I think it was like U two or Springsteen in like O two. Was it? Maybe. That's before that. So yeah, I mean, okay. Th- I think they should be doing a better job of rotating through the genres if you will i'm not exactly sure what genre this one was in who's kind of the yeah, pop. who gives a shit about this music genre i mean I, I i didn't watch the game so i mean obviously it doesn't really matter um but moving Luke, on lucasfilm's kathleen kennedy confirms indiana jones 5 is not a reboot yeah that rumor was going around for a bit so yeah i'm good and she was actually getting i think she was getting a bafta lifetime achievement award right oh the fellowship award um, yeah, and the, there was a whole crap load of them there. So, mm-hmm. um, and she confirms that Indiana Jones is a continuation of, um, Indiana Jones and the, uh, the ridiculous number four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, it says here in the article, we're working away, getting the script where we want it to be and ready to go. Harrison Ford will be involved. It's not a reboot. It's a continuation. Um, and something about asking about if a woman directing a Star Wars film in the future. And the producer said, oh, absolutely, without question. And she said, we already got them. We're doing Mandalorian. We got two or three fantastic women working with Star Wars. And we just brought in Deborah Chow, who's doing the Obi-Wan series. We're cultivating a lot of great talent. Yeah. Actually, um, uh, what's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard directed one of the episodes of Mandalorian, I think. Yeah. And another yep. another woman, I think she directed one or two, right? So mm-hmm, For sure. I think maybe we can. Mm, I mean, we can put this. Well, because it hasn't been a feature film yet. This this question is going to continue to get asked. Yeah. But whatever. Um. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope that they they go with our plan that we've discussed on this program, which is they go about 15 years into the future after four, 15, 20 years. We got very old Indiana Jones, maybe passing the hat no pun intended, off to his son mm-hmm. who is not played by Shia LaBeouf in this film. And I hope, I hope, I hope uh, that it is Chris Pratt. That would be great. That'd be cool. It would be amazing. They're, he's the perfect person for that part. And so I, I kind of hope they go, they do that. And they kind of make, maybe they make fun of the fact that they were calling him Mutt for all those years. <laughs> yeah. I think would be really funny. And if he just called him Junior the whole movie, mm-hmm. that would be really funny as a callback to Indiana Jones 3. For sure. 
with with him and uh, Sean Connery calling him Sean Connery calling him Junior the whole film. I think that would be really I I think it'd be really funny. I think it'd be great. I mean, listen, I Indiana Jones, especially the third one, has always been one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, it's really good. I I adore. And it's it such a disappoint after such a disappointment with four. It was you crushing. can bet they're doing everything they can to make sure that five is a hit because Harrison's done. So I, I, and I think I, Harrison may be done in, in more than one way. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think Harrison may be done with everything. I have a feeling. Possibly. And the reason is because, well, he's turning 80. He's, He'll be 80. He just wants yeah. To chill out. yeah. I'm sure it takes a toll. I, I mean, maybe he'd like to retire a little bit. You know, Stallone is doing it. I mean, Stallone is literally doing it. Stallone is going back and going, all right, what's, what can I finish off here? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, not Stallone. Sorry, not Stallone. Stallone has been doing it, but not to the extent that I'm sorry. What I meant was Eddie Murphy. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. Eddie Murphy really doing it. Eddie Murphy's like everybody's been clamoring for the uh, the sequel to Coming to America, and now it's done. It's actually filmed and done. I can't believe we haven't gotten a trailer. No, I'm yet. excited that for that. That would have been something to see in front of the, in, during the Super Bowl for sure. That would Absolutely. be that would be great. That would be hysterical. Um, I, I will. Have, I will have to say another. He's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. Well, the one thing I want to add with Indiana Jones was, I mean, first of all, it's one of my favorite movies. Like I said, I I hope they they um kind of position it in a way where it's not a laughing stock. It's actually something where we take serious from here on out. Um, um, kind of almost like you know the Marvel movies, how like it kind of builds upon something. Um, and I don't. I never knew if the answer was to make it kind of like the James Bond movies where we replace Indiana Jones, uh, you know, like James Bond, kind of keep it in that same era, kind of keep things kind of going. Like, I never knew what the exact answer was, um, but I am happy they're coming out with another movie, um, despite the fact that it's uh, pretending like the fourth movie happened. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say that when I went to um, Fathom Events, I'm pretty sure I didn't tell you this sandwich, I uh, went to the Fathom Events to um, see all all four movies in the theater. Oh. Nice. I, I remember seeing the, the fourth one in the theater. I'm pretty sure I saw the third, um, but I never saw the first two in the theater. So we did like a great marathon. At the end of the second movie, they uh-huh. say, stay to the very end and you guys are going to be able to win a gift. Ooh. We all knew that the gift was going to be the Blu-ray box set because yeah. it was coming out that exact same weekend. That's why they were doing this thing. As the third movie ended, uh-huh. everyone just looked at each other like, we just saw the fucking movie. We're not going to try to stay and watch Crystal Skull. <laughs> just so we can win a, a box at that we we already watched the movies of and we would have to stay for crystal skull so it's not worth the payment and meanwhile as we're walking out we hear other people say like i know it's not good but i have to watch it. i've never seen it before never seen it before so it's just funny how the fathom events ended in such a situation where everyone kind of just either smiled or just kind of like I have to do this <laughs> in pain as I they just, w- I just suffer <laughs> exactly that's really what it so- came down to I don't. Really, I'm not really a huge. I'm not against Indiana Jones. I just. Ha- I've really only seen like the fr- the first three one time, and sadly, I've seen Crystal Skull more than once. Oh. Um, wow! And didn't see Temple of Doom or uh, the third one. I've seen them, but I've, I, it's been a long time since I've seen them. Like I, I was like, how old are you? Oh, like eight. You would. Oh, come on! You got to watch them again. You'd appreciate them in a whole other way. Don't worry, sandwich. We'll take it. We'll we'll take care of that soon. <laughs> so, what what year did they like leave off on? Like, when is this taking Two, place? Oh, 
Um, I'm like the last movie came out in 2008. Um, no, I'm saying it's like the 30s. Or no, 40s. no, it's the 50s. Yeah, 50, the 50s. I want to say 54 for some reason. 55, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if they said specifically what year, but it has to be the 50s because the you know the whole spaceship thing, the whole nuclear testing mm-hmm. thing. That's all 50s era nostalgia. Mutt wear a leather jacket, rode his motorcycle around. It's it's the 50s. So, Somewhere in I the mean, 50s. having Chris Pratt be in theory, you know. Indy's son in the seventies, like the early seventies, yeah. that could be pretty cool, actually. I I think it would be the sixties, more like. Oh, you think and I right? would think it would probably, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna do that. Is he done with the Jurassic Park movies? I the think Jurassic there's World? one more left. I don't know that there's. A, I I haven't heard about another one because it's, it's supposed to be like a trilogy. I think. I think they've only plugged out two. I mean, that's I not... mean, maybe they're doing another one, but I haven't heard anything about it. So, I mean, that's not a bad, uh, bad thing to jump onto as Guardians is putting out their third movie and yeah. Jurassic Park. Not, so. not till twenty twenty two. Still, still something he can be, work. Be a nice little thing to keep going. Although make... I, I don't know if I'd want. It'd be cool for them to pass the hat, as Kevin said. You know, Harrison Ford to Chris Pratt or whoever they have stand in as the next indie. I don't know if I'd want them to keep doing because I feel like there's a point where it's like you want a franchise to just like be over. Does that make sense? Where it's like this, I, this one, this one needs needs to end on a good note, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying like if they if pass the hat and forward. then they, if they pass the hat and then they end it, end it. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm like, totally with. Don't that. then I don't like th- keep making movies with the new indie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I just, don't. I don't think they should do that. I don't think they should do that at all. I don't think they should recast him and do like backwards movies. Like I don't think any of that. Hey, Will, Will suggests 60s space race Russians as bad guys. We already had that one, except it was the 50s, and it was Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The Russians were the bad guys. <laughs> you know, we had spaceships and all that, so mm-hmm. no. Wait, not. what if we do a treasure hunt on the moon? Oh, wow. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, did you guys see there was test footage released at George Lucas's canceled Star Wars Underworld series released? I, I feel like I, I feel like minutes. I saw this. I feel like I saw this before now, but yeah, yeah, it was great. And you know, I, I like the article uh, brings up a few great points as well. That Lucas had planned 400 episodes of this show and had a hundred scripts already written or in development or some such thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really interesting. I, I mean, and, uh, go on. Sorry, Kathleen Kennedy hasn't written off using that material in some way, which probably means we'll never see anything of it. But, and they also mentioned another uh, exciting thing in there, and that would be 1313, which was a game uh, that also would have taken place right around that same time period. So that was very interesting as well. I mean, I'm kind of, it's just kind of, I find it intriguing in terms of how the alternate, you know, form of how Lucas kind of wanted Star Wars to play out. For whatever reason, from you know what what the way he wanted the last trilogy of movies to 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 originally look like, what he wanted his TV show to look like, when he wanted it out, um, and I just find it intriguing how that creative process. Like obviously, he veered off his main goal for whatever reason. I, I'm guess I know what it is. Um, and this one also takes place between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, so that's that whole area that they're now exploring. You know. With with Kenobi, for example, and Solo, and 
and I guess technically Rogue One takes place in there as well. So yeah. I mean, they're they're they are really exploring that era, and it would be interesting to see, you know, a little bit more of the political, even if it's underground political, and uh, sort of, you know, how how things came about. I think it could be interesting. So I don't know. Yeah, kind of intriguing in general. Um, going to one more bit of Star Wars news, kind of a product alert here for everybody. Uh, Sideshow Collectibles is now selling a life-size figure of the child. You can check them out on their website. They have uh, pictures of the little guy. Uh, it's going for three hundred dollars. <throat> Excuse me, three um, and change. Three, three fifty, three fifty. Yeah. Um, what did I say? Three hundred. Um, it'll be going for if you want to do with the monthly breakdown. Comes down to thirty-five dollars of a non-refundable deposit and fifty-two fifty. Hmm. Yeah, which is two fifty. Yeah. So what's interesting here, I think, is that it's this is a sideshow production. Yep. Sideshow is producing this piece, and that they have a prototype already available to photograph is also really interesting. However, Hot Toys also made an announcement that they are doing a life size figure of of the child. I think I saw it on. I think we saw it on Hot Toys Facebook. Now, don't forget the child. The, the if this is an accurate life size child, he's only sixteen inches tall. Yeah, he's itty bitty in the in the yeah. pictures. So for a company that's doing twelve inch figures, doing one four inches more, which by the way they have done. You know, Hulk, Thanos, um, uh, Hulkbuster, uh, Groot. Uh, there are plenty of characters who are uh, even Chewbacca. Well, he's not that tall, but I mean. There are plenty of characters that Hot Toys has done that have been, uh, you know, around the height of 16 inches. So I'm kind of holding off on the Sideshow one only because I want to see if if it's true that Hot Toys is actually going to do one. I wonder that Hot Toys is going to do a figure, like an action figure, Mm -hmm. whereas the Sideshow piece is a statue, boys. Statue. So that would be non-posable where if the 16-inch one comes out from Hot Toys and it's three and change, which, again, would be about the right price for it, I think that one might be the better one to get. But I don't know because we haven't seen anything yet. So I I don't know. I think the jury's out on this one. I didn't didn't leap at this opportunity. So I I feel like this is a figure. uh, This is just my opinion where I don't know if I'd really want to – Looking at the sideshow piece here on the website, um, I feel like the way he's standing, the way he kind of looks, I feel like that's about where I'd want him because I don't know if I'd really want to pose him any more than he's already kind of is. Because I mean, he's just a baby; okay. he doesn't do much. So you're saying that it's you're okay. saying that it's too expensive for what it is? Yeah, a little, maybe. Also, it's like I don't know if I needed to move. You know what I mean? Like, I feel okay. like it's good for a let, statue. I feel like he's a good. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why you needed to move. Okay. Because if they give him a little cup accessory uh-huh. and he can hold it up to his face, people are going to lose their mind. <laughs> that if is they very give true. Him, if they give him alternate hands and he can hold that silver ball or he has force hands, I'm also suggesting, again, a, you know, with, with, with a figure this size, they could do multiple heads. So what if they're doing like a force, like eyes half closed head and he's got like a force hand? Mm-hmm. I would love that. What if he's got like a smiley face and, you know, I mean, I think the possibilities of it being an action figure with regards to 
the possibilities in posing and displaying, I think are, are humongous in comparison to this piece. Now, right. So sandwich, sandwich doesn't need to move him around. Sandwich doesn't need to pose him. He likes the pose that it's in. Right. So for sandwich, the sideshow piece may be the way to go. No, it makes sense. So yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there. Sammy, Sammy, Witch. (laughs) (laughs) he, he has your support. What was I going to say? The only head, though, if I will say this, it'd be hilarious if they had a head with like a frog half in his mouth. Yeah, exactly. That kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, what if there's a mouth that they include that you could like do that? I mean, I'm sure they won't. But, you know, that little cup, the little silver knob that he always plays with. You yeah. know, yeah. Stuff. There's plenty of things uh, that they could do to kind of, uh, you know, jazz up uh, an action figure. Whereas this statue, this is it. It's one and done. That's that's the pose. If you like that pose, great. If you don't, probably not the product for you. So he looks a little big too. Looking at the pictures before, I don't know. Like when they it's, did like the compared to the human. Yeah, he looks a little tall to me. He's only sixteen. In, no, it's right. No, it's right. Is it? I know, that's right, dude. If look, if you look when anyone's carrying him or holding him up, if you Google, he's uh-huh. itty bitty. You'll find pictures, and yeah, he's only like sixteen inches tall, man. He's tiny. I don't know. But I feel like he should be. Maybe it's just me. I thought he was like. 14 if we're gonna do it by inches like i thought he was like a little bit shorter you know i might have been wrong there yeah what's um, wrong with that dude? oh, oh nothing um moving on we uh wanted to talk a little disney uh news as well some kind of uh, boardroom stuff because the company did release its quarterly earnings today and it absolutely crushed it uh i'm not gonna get into the weeds of um the because why bother well i mean it's worth there's some things that are worth pointing out um, besides the fact that it killed it on revenue, it also just crushed uh, any Disney Plus expectations. Uh, oh, yeah. They were aiming for 20.8 million subscribers, ended up with 26.5 million. Fuck. Um, uh, Bob Iger says that the 26.8 million um, uh, was beyond their expectations and uh, that it's growing uh, more and more. Uh, it was actually growing more and more by the end of the quarter, so it was not fizzling out whatsoever. Um, so they all, oh, I also I forgot to mention that they're also uh, doing very well in terms of their ESPN Plus and their Hulu packages that they're streaming right now. Uh, and remember, they had some pretty ambitious numbers for like three, five years down the line in terms of their subscribers, and they're off to a crazy good start right now, beyond better than what um, was expected. So it's worth just kind of pointing out how uh, I'm not going to say this is a Netflix killer. I think that's ridiculous. And at a time where it's okay to have Netflix and Disney Plus, it's not going to kill you, and it's easy to go back from one to the other. Um, it, it, they're just at the where they need to be. They're way ahead of the eight ball right now, and just killing it from where they want to be. Um, they also announced uh, that they're going to do a movie of Lin Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. It's true. Um, now that's interesting. I wonder if they are going to, I guess it doesn't say if they're, I wonder if they're going to film the musical as it was staged or if they're going to, you know, shoot it as an actual film. I think that's really interesting. I actually want to, I would want to know as little as possible about that going into it. Uh, just for the fact, just to kind of be surprised on that one. I mean, I, I also haven't seen the Broadway play. I would like to see that first. Uh, for Good luck. Uh, for I, I know, um, but you know, maybe while I'm, I'm still alive, I might be able to see it. Sure. Um, but we'll see. Um, 
but in an ideal way, I would like to see the the the, the, sh- the Broadway show first and then check this out. But it would be cool if it's kind of in that kind of similar style at the same time. You know, it's like in Disney Plus, I feel like it's a service where, you know, if they put out a show on Netflix, people will say, I'll get Netflix for a week, binge the show, and then dump it. Mm-hmm. I feel like no one's saying they're going to dump Disney. Like, no one wants to do that with Disney Plus, I feel like. At least I haven't heard that. I, I'm the somewhere. only one that did that. Where it's like, you know... <laughs> Okay, Monty aside, uh, <laughs> I feel like Disney Plus is a service where everyone's getting it and, and they're finding reasons or they're just like, I want to keep this anyways. Like, no one wants to dump this service right now. I, I feel like with Disney Plus, it's the kind of thing where if you're if someone's kid gets hooked into it, yeah. they find that one thing that kind of keeps them quiet or they just really enjoy it. They're not going to get rid of it because it's going to be on repeat. They're going to get their money's worth out of it. So, you know, excluding any financial issues. Uh, I can't imagine people wanting to drop it. So there you go. Owen Owen Wilson joins Disney Plus's Loki series in a major role that we don't know yet. Wow. <laughs> I see what you did. Hey, there. man, you know, I really love Owen Wilson, man. You know, like, I can't do an Owen Wilson impression, no, but you, you know who good. does? You know who does an Owen Wilson impression? Who's that? Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> and he's done it in public a bunch. Google it. It's really funny. I'm going to do that during the so, break. I, I would love to be there. When, <laughs> I'm sure maybe it's already happened when the two of them meet. And he's like, hey, I saw that impression of me that year. I can't do it. But, you know, I would I'd love to be there. Watch Hiddleston squirm about that. But uh, we have no idea what the role is. Nope. Uh, and uh, uh, there's also news that this will also, like WandaVision, apparently tie into Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness, which is good. I like that these things are all staying tied together, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rick and Morty veteran Michael Waldron is writing Loki, um, which also recruited Kate Heron as a director. Uh, yeah, so that's really, really interesting. Spring of 21 is when um, this TV show will appear. Which feels like, for, uh, it feels like forever yeah. for now at this point. So it kind of does. We got another another year and change to we're able to see this series. And this is the one I'm probably more excited Next about. Next Super Bowl. <laughs> Next commercial. Basically, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, it's just getting a, just getting a few breadcrumbs for these series is just uh, uh, so nice. So, it's itching. Real quick. Yeah. To, to pause the show again. Has anyone seen the video from Star... It was like... Taking Owen Wilson's wow, and every time a lightsaber swings or clashes, they replace it with the wow. I think I have seen that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because <laughs> they just swing. Wow, 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 wow. I, I <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have seen that. I like. I like how you tagged me in a Facebook uh, uh, Star Wars yeah, video on Facebook, and I'm like, I got that reference. Proud of me. <laughs> Proud of me. Uh, Sam, would you want to get the next? Oh, you don't have your phone on you. Because my phone's on like one percent. Trying to save for the for the bit after. The what commercial. is with you in that phone? Can you keep it charged? Please? It dies. Char- it's an old phone. Why are you barking at me? Charge your phone. Okay. Uh, yeah. Adam why Sandler. are you barking? Because you're playing with him with the ball, dumbass. That's why he's barking. You kids play nice. Adam Sandler extending his deal with Netflix for four more movies. Um, that with- no one cares about. Hey, but some of the stuff he's involved with, man, has done pretty well for. Um, uh, pretty well for them, and at the same time, Netflix are just looking for more and more content. So they're floundering. Hey, man, power to them! I mean, they're making it work. So is I, what uh, it is. I'm not watching any of their stuff. The, I mean, I'm sure there's like a maybe some like people watching it like guilty pleasure. 
Uh, listen, listen. I, I can help you right now and tell you exactly what this is going to be like. Yeah? What's that? Sandler is set to star in the family film Hubie Halloween alongside Kevin James, Julie Bowen, Ray Liotta, Maya Rudolph, Rob Schneider, Keenan Thompson, Steve Buscemi, Michael Chickalees, Tim Meadows, Noah Schnapp, Paris Berenik, China Ann McLean, and Shaquille O'Neal. There you go. I think I've said everything that we need to say about any Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. There you go. All right. Well, there you go, indeed. Um, new trailer dropped. Moving on. A new trailer dropped for a Mortal Kombat animated movie. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Did either of you guys get a chance to take a look at that? Uh, no. no. Okay, I'm glad we're having this conversation. Uh, um, but it, it already looks but, like it's better than anything else Mortal Kombat related that has come out. I am afraid for more Mortal Kombat movies or stuff because I've seen the old ones and in my opinion, they were all horrible. And that's not even in my opinion. I feel like that's a generally accepted opinion. I mean, the the, the Machinima, Machinima? Um, YouTube series that came out of Mortal Kombat forever ago. Uh, that did really well. That was fantastic. I don't know. I haven't it's... seen anything that's been that yet, uh, but by far, that's that's probably mine. Um, and with this, I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a Blu-ray release. I'm not sure if it's going to... Oh, it's like an actual I, release release? Yeah, like I think a... so. Um, I mean, I'm intrigued enough to watch it. Yeah. If this thing goes on, on Netflix, I would definitely yeah, give it a watch. If there's another way I can watch it without paying for it, I'll probably watch you it. Kids, do you spend Otherwise. do you kids spend anything on movies? Well no. Nowadays, no, no, or? no. It's just cause like personally, me as me, I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I'm not against Mortal Kombat, but you know, it's not I feel like Mortal Kombat's kind of not fallen off, but I feel like it's at a point where no one's like clamoring for Mortal more Mortal Kombat beyond maybe OG. So <laughs> I mean it's a cool series. I appreciate it. Every year when they, every year or two when they come out with a new one, I look up the video of all the fatalities because they get more and more obnoxious every year. But otherwise, I feel like Mortal Kombat's at a place where, or maybe just fighting games in general. I feel like they're at a point now where they've kind of fallen off in popularity with uh, the demographic that plays them, which is you know maybe not just people my age lots of people play video games mm -hmm. you know it's not restricted to young kids but i feel like it's fallen off in the uh demographics they're trying to hit i mean i like playing the 8 and 16 bit games more yeah. than anything else or old pc games like mist or something like that so uh i'm the last person who can criticize anyone about that so again to each their own on that but i would definitely watch the uh the animated movie here as it were um Let's see. Do we want to hit on these other two things? We got well, some. I think we could skip the next one. Some Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was. It was kind of a, a, a steep drop off in terms of the news stories. Um, Boy, this, was it. Yeah. We should. Do we have product? We should take a break. We do have product. We actually have uh, a good chunk of product that we can hit on. And we have a game stuff. Story stink. Hey, man. That's, oh. That's what we had going let's on. Let's do that. All right. All right. Uh, well, with that big, Kev. With that, uh, Mr. Monty and Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break. On this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 575, which should, which feels like it should be some sort of milestone, but it isn't. Uh, and we're calling it, what are we calling it? For now, we're calling it Tagalongs. Tagalongs. No. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 starfighter from the Star Wars saga. 
The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Ahoy hoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, CokeLogic. Recently released is Journey to the Savage Planet, which is out now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It's a cross between the art direction of Borderlands and the story setting of I need to repair my spaceship like No Man's Sky. Except this game isn't a barren wasteland. It's a colorful setting with a lot of character, it's more of a linear story, and you'll make your way across platforming areas and scan shit. The game also has two-player online co-op to play with a friend. Journey to the Savage Planet is out now for $30 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> Released today is Dark Crystal Tactics, a hex-based RPG set in the Dark Crystal universe. Which is all I need to say. Dark Crystal Tactics is out now for $20 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> As of yesterday, Platinum Games kickstarted the funding to bring the Wii U exclusive game Wonderful 101 to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and PC. A developer that is in no fear of going out of business with a game they've already developed decided they didn't want to take the financial risk to fund porting their game to new systems. So they crowdsourced it. In 20 minutes, they raised $50,000 for the Switch port. In an hour, they raised $250,000 for the Steam port. And in two and a half hours, they raised $500,000 to fund the PlayStation 4 port. Which is weird that porting a game to PlayStation 4 would be 10 times more expensive than the Switch. When it's not. But anyways, you can crowdsource anything these days. Even a game that only sold 36,000 copies worldwide and has a 78 on Metacritic. Today marks the new season for Apex Legends. There's a season 4 battle pass and new character to purchase. Seems worth checking out. And finally, here at GameStuff, we don't like to comment on rumors, because rumors often don't turn out to be true. Which is why I resisted the juicy rumor of there being a new Nintendo Switch Pro system coming out this year to compete with the PlayStation 5 and Series X. It was said to be more powerful, more resolution, games will have more frames, and yeah, it's not true. Nintendo spoke up at a financial meeting and announced no new system for this year. Point GameStuff. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeeze in the grand fucking can. Hey, this is Kevin Smith, Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Then you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking Jesus Christ, mouth. why don't you shut up? And we're back, folks, live from Studio M. It's Geek Stuff TNG with your lovely hosts, Big Kev, Mr. Mayhem, and I, the Sandwich. You just heard a lovely little commercial from our friends over at Build X-Wing. Build X-Wing is, of course, the one and only home to the 118th scale X-Wing on the market, which is perfect for you and your three and three quarter figures. It's a great, it's great for collectors and diorama guys and guys who just like things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. 
It's the only one that even came close to being as perfect as it is. Uh, Kevin pointed out one time they made a giant foam one. That one sucked. This one does not. <laughs> it comes with wonderful things like working landing lights, X-Foils come out into attack position, and the R2-D2 goes boop and bop and beep. <laughs> we highlight the deluxe edition over here on the show where it comes with working landing lights, static figures, little people movers, and a static Luke, fi- Luke Skywalker figure to go in the cockpit. We recommend here at Geeks of TNG, you use your <laughs> three and three quarter figures as opposed to uh, little Hummels, but you know, to each their own. It also comes with a fabulous little magazine guide with nice little tidbits and facts and helps you build the piece as you go along. It comes with a nice little binder where you can bind all of the magazines together and display it on maybe your bookshelf or somewhere else in the house and enjoy it there. So over here at Geeks of TNG, we like to, uh, do a nice little spot here, which I'm going to jump into, stolen from uh, Big Kev himself, where you and your friends, and maybe one day you're going to head out to a convention, you know, see some stuff, and you're going to see this beautiful X-Wing, and you're going to say, wow, I'd really like to enjoy that. I'd really like to have that in my house. I love having Star Wars stuff. I've been a fan for a long time. And you're going to walk up there, and you're going to see that price, and you're going to say, wow, that's a little bit out of my price range. What this does is it gives you an affordable way to build that fabulous piece that you've wanted and craved your entire life. That piece that just really pulls in all of the all of the Star Wars fandom and pulls together the room. It's going to be that centerpiece that looking at it and seeing it and building as going along, you're going to say, God damn, that was money well spent. <laughs> so if you want to reach them, they're at buildxwing.com. But if you want to use your telephone, you can call them at 877-544-6779. Huzzah. Beautiful. Well, goddamn. I mean, I, that brought a tear to my eye. Even, I talk. I talk good occasionally. Even Rocky was I quiet think, for that. I enjoyed think it. two, two, three more months of this, he'll get it. No <laughs> he, he's on the I, right path. He is on the right path. Some someone named Neely Love said this is really impressive. Clearly, this person has heard you do this before and understands that today's adventure in advertising was perhaps a little bit better than some of your previous performances. <laughs> Maybe. Just like a tad bit. Wow. Poor Neil. Uh, uh, the, the X-Wing is... <laughs> well, we'll do, I'll release hey, that. Let I'll... me look up my phone for my notes. I did that today. <laughs> oh, well. I'm just better at reading um, now. Good job, though, yeah, You sandwich. knew where they were today. You I were, were good. <laughs> you, you done good. You done good. Anyways. Anywho. Hey, um, hey, um, hey, um... Mr. Mayhem, which Yo. apparently is your new name, Mr. Mayhem. You're not wrong. Uh, What's up? What, what are what are those figures in front of you, sir? All right, sir. So we got a bunch of stuff here. Uh, this is leading into uh, Toy Fair, which will be around the corner. I was able to get my hands on some of the DC Multiverse toys uh, from McFarlane Toys. Oh now, God, I now, now, sorry, I just wanted to explain... Now, this is the line that was formerly being done by Mattel. Mm-hmm. It was a retail line being done by Mattel, six inch. Think uh, Marvel Legends, but for the DC universe or universes, as the case may be. Um, that license was apparently, it seems like it was given up by Mattel, number one, and split into two licenses a retail license, which was given to. God help us, Spin Master, possibly the worst toy maker on the planet. But since they make everything for a nickel, cheap-ass fucks get their toys made there. And McFarlane, 
who took on the the six inch collector line. Now I saw a few of these recently. Sandwich and I actually looked at a couple of these uh, when when I was uh, uh, back in the area there for a couple of weeks, and uh, I think they're really I think they're really nice. They have some potential. I just think that. What I don't like is that they've kind of sort of one-noted it here. It seems like everything is coming up Batman more or less in in the first wave here, which I thought was a miss, in my opinion. So here's what I got. I only brought three of the toys um, with me. I have a whole bunch more at work. The ones I have here. Do you do you have do you have the Batman that laughs here? Yes. Dibs. Dibs. Um, um, what do you mean, dibs, sir? I I need that one. That's the only one that I need. Oh, so you need something, huh? Oh, is this how we're going to do this oh, now? That's how we're going to do this right now. But until then, um, I think it came that I got a box of 12-ish toys. Uh, there was a vehicle. Uh, let's see, off the top of my head, we had a... Um, was we, it the Batman Was it the Batman vehicle? Yep. I thought that was a builder. Uh, well, there's a, there is a builder. Oh, okay. But there's a, a vehicle, separate, right? there's a separate vehicle. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I must have. I must have confused that. I thought there was only a buildup. No, no, it's like so, the sorry. Size go on. Of, no, it's like a big, like shoebox size um, uh, for the vehicle. So it's a big boy. Um, if I remember correctly, there's the uh, some figures from the animated line. There's Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn, uh, and hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. Is Harley Quinn from the animated line? Yes. Is she? I okay. I, I don't know. I don't know that that was that was clear in the description that I read. I did see the Batman animated. It is, it, it is an interesting take, if you will, on the animated line. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly a fan, especially <laughs> since the ones being done by DC Direct in the last couple of years, the six-inch Batman animated line is perfect. So I don't understand why McFarlane decided to do animated characters because they're all already being done by DC collect by these DC collectibles now. So I thought that was an interesting choice and, and I liked it, but I wasn't as big a fan of it as I was of the DC direct line. Sorry, go ahead. I got you. No problem. So let me just go over everything that uh, was picked up. It was the bat Raptor vehicle, um, which like I said, it was about the size of a good shoe box. We had green arrow. We had uh, from, from the Arrowverse. We have a Superman, uh, more re- reminiscent of uh, the character more recently. Uh, we have this Batman figure, which this one I'm not as familiar with. Hellbat. The, the Hellbat suit, uh, which is a nice uh, hefty boy um, right here. Uh, we have the Superman um, Unchained Armor. Uh, as I said, the Superman and Harley Quinn from the animated show. Uh, we have a more, of, more recent Batman figure. A Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Uh, excuse me, John Stewart. That's from the animated series. Uh, yep, from the animated. Uh, and Batman from the animated series. Uh, we also have Nightwing from, uh, I believe that one's more from like the more recent in the comics. Uh, we have the Batman Who Laughs, which we mentioned. And we also have Batgirl. Um, I'm not sure where she is time-wise in terms of the comic books um, in the midst. So what is that? Do you That's- have it there? That one I do not have. That one I have at my. Okay. My, is it on the back of a, one of the other packages? Uh, let's find out really quickly. Do do do. Not on these. What about that one? Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. 
All right, hold it up to hold it up to the computer camera. Where? Mr. Monty. I'm having trouble. So that would be This is Art of Crime underneath it. I think that's the series that precedes her being changed into the purple costume. Yeah. Recently, I think that's what it looks like, but I can't be 100% certain. I mean, I'll say this much for these figures. Um I mean, they I like the way their box is set up. It, it's it's kind of just nice, it's compact. Um it it's not overbearing. Like it's not going to it doesn't look like you're getting a lot of um, wasteful space um, with the boxes because that that's just something that kind of irks me um, when there's too much like a too much plastic from the box kind of just taking up space if you don't want to take them out of the box um, and the toys are looking pretty damn sharp like I said they come with the builder uh, Kev as you can kind of see here it comes with three pieces for a builder figure um, right up here oh yeah so I would say that's like a little bit I'm gonna say that's like a deck and a deck of cards and a half so. It's actually just a little bit bigger than my my Apple mouse um, right here, um, which if you do want to pop these suckers open, I mean, it doesn't look bad at all. Um, and in terms of these these heavy armor suits, I mean, I know absolutely. Now, I'll admit, I'm, I was much more of like a Marvel kid growing up, Image Comics kid growing up. So I didn't really stick with the DC stuff as much. Uh -huh. um, but these are really fucking cool. The armor ones of all the armor. Can you hold that Hellbat up to the um, to the uh, the camera? That one I haven't seen yet. Yeah, this is uh, a... yeah a little little lower, uh, lower. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's real nice. Nice yeah. mama jam. I like the way it has the artwork from everything else that's coming in the series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. from the comics at the exact same time. Um, I mean, you think they would put like a few stats on it? Um, like what? Like, you know, just kind of—I don't know—just something about the character from that series. But again, well, not, it, not end all be all by any stretch. It track. says on the side, I think, like what comic it came, that that picture is from. Where, whoops, where's this? Yeah, I think here. what I think what Monty is referring to is that there's no gray matter about the character. Oh. Like a lot of these have sort of a little paragraph where they're like, you know, the Hellbat was it, yeah. dons the Hellbat suit yeah. to combat hell or something. Yeah. You so know? so sandwich is right. He he noticed it. Um, good luck. Uh, in this case, it's the Batman and Robin 35 um, from 2014, originally from the comic books. So that's I think it's interesting that, and I can already hear the criticisms coming from Six Inch Guys, which is the same criticism that everybody gets, uh, and that is character selection. So with a Six Inch animated line already in existence and really popular, why would you waste two slots doing or three in this case, although Harley Quinn, I think, is an exception. Why would you waste two slots doing animated characters? One. Two, why would you do ob some obscure, like Hellbat and that Superman, Armored Superman, are really just obscure. And why would you do those instead of coming out maybe with a bit more of a mix? That's like three, isn't it? Batman's in that first line. So, like, That's why wouldn't you... Yeah, why wouldn't you do a bit more? And not to mention both vehicles are also Batman-related. So why wouldn't you do something a little bit different, you know, like, you know, do an obscure Batman character that hasn't been done by DC Direct or Mattel uh, or DC Collectibles. I can't remember what they're calling themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, why would you go, you know, it seems like they just went obscure. Like, well, we want to do a Batman, so let's find a Batman that hasn't been done and do that. But let, you me, know, let, and, let me let me ask you this, Kev, because you're you're yeah. the toy aficionado, 
Oh. Um, does in, in a case like this, in in a situation like this that McFarland would have with DC, does DC say, "Hey, we're going to let you create, you know, 12, 13 toys, but we want half of them to be from the animated series." Like, did did they have these kind of stipulations when they, in terms of the parameters it, of it of the depends. Toys? It depends on the company. So, for example, Lucasfilm has final say over all character selection for Star Wars, which is why we get some. You know, there there was a time when we were not really getting a great selection of characters. That time, of course, was like five years ago. Um, but previously to that, you know, five or six years before that, they were making every obscure character that they could get a single film of frame on. You know, uh, uh, there's a character is a there's a character in Star Wars called like the Fire Speeder Pilot, who you literally see in Revenge of the Sith for maybe a hot second. There's a figure of him. Nice. <laughs> um, but I think in this case, DC slash Warner, because I'm sure that's who's making all these decisions. I think they're giving Todd maybe a little bit of a free hand. And Todd is a big Batman fan. Um, so I kind of can see it. I kind of mm -hmm. can see why they did it. And maybe they wanted to come out strong. You know, Batman's real popular right now. So and that health health suit, I think, is snyder the uh, i think that's snyder capullo era which is also really hot because snyder and capullo's run on the book is a legend at this point yep and uh, it's legendary i should say and i mean i i kind of get it i'm sure in this case it's probably a healthy uh healthy mix of approvals i think some are probably you know like mcfarland saying we want to do you know this character, we want to do, I'm sure, quite right out of the gate, I'm sure he wanted to do um, the Batman Who Laughs. Quite sure of it. I'm quite sure that, and he's very popular now too, so I'm sure of that. Yeah. But they might have come back and said, hey, uh, let's do some animated to see if we could take some pressure off of DC um, collectibles again, or whatever they're calling themselves now, which, again, I completely don't agree with, but... You know, I'm also not going to complain if I'm an animated guy. I'm liking these, you know, I'm liking those figures. I'm just already, what, 30 figures into the six inch line from DC collectibles. I'm not going to switch over to McFarlane's animated now. I just think those two, I think, were a mistake. Harley is Harley. And if it's animated and it looks good, everybody on the planet is going to buy it. Yeah. Every 13 year old boy who's fantasizing about Harley Quinn is going to get that toy. So. That's fine. But then again, then you go the other direction and you go wildly obscure that armored Superman, Hellbat, uh, armored Batman, you know, and I think there was another one in there. Wasn't there another one in there? It was kind of obscure. Was he like a plain Batman? Uh, uh, yeah, there was like a Batman, like a regular. It's just like a Batman. normal Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, again, that's a figure that's probably going to sell because he's just a normal Batman. But somewhat you recent. know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I think there were some hits and I think there were some misses, but it's McFarlane's first time doing a DC line. So let's wait and see what happens in wave, you know, wave two. Yeah, it is. It is still weird. Just seeing McFarlane's name kind of attached to these figures and everything yeah. like that, but still pretty cool. Yeah. So pretty nice. You know, we need to remember also, we need to remember also when Mattel first started doing their multiverse six inch line, they were shredded by everybody. You know, they were shredded on character selection by everybody. But meanwhile, by the end of the run, they had done the only fully posable, for example, Dark Knight Return figures. They did the only ones. DC Direct had done some years before limited articulation and posability. 
But those were great figures that Mattel did. They they matched the style of the book and so on and so forth. So that's one example. There are many examples of how the Mattel DC Universe line, I think, was a real success by the end. And by and, the way, it's worth pointing out, oh, it says here on the box, 22 points of articulation. Oh, well, yeah, because he's taken enough criticism for making little plastic statues. So Yeah, so pretty, yeah. pretty nice. cool stuff in general. And I will be at Toy Fair, so I'll definitely be trying to bring back as many pictures of things that we can post on the social medias. Oh. I'm going to be talking to um, uh, McFarlane. I'm going to be talking to Arcade 1UP. Hoping to be talking to some people at Hasbro. And of course, we got NECA, we got Mezco, we got a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's going to be a very busy weekend um, when that happens. Fun, fun, so, fun. Fun stuff indeed. Uh, now, I, I know Big Kev's not here in a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, you're here. I'm right rapper. here. Like, like it, it's very, yeah. It's, it, it's it, coming it's, in slowly. It's there, but I'm, oh, hear, yeah. I'm hearing the wrap up accordingly. Oh. It's just ever so slightly. But Kev, it, it's, are, you, are you getting it yet? I, I, think we're, no. I think it's on the way. Not so much. It's, you know what? It was a funny joke when I was there and you and I were rocking out to it. Uh-huh. That was funny. But the whole, you know, he's far away. It'll take longer to get there. No, it's not. No. Oh, I'm sorry. You being a dick? Who's got oh, the, I see. Who's got, <laughs> you're holding it to the wrong camera. Who's got, who's got the toy? You can still see that camera, though. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. It's the taunt that matters. That's, it's, it's the fact that we're busting your chops. But Yeah, that's fine. But you can reach us. Clock at any, is ticking, sandwich. I can't talk the clock anymore. is ticking. You can reach us each Zoom and every bar. week over at uh, Geek Stuff TNG over at Patreon. Um, be nice to the dog. Uh, you can find us over at your favorite podcast app. Uh, you can find us at Geek Stuff TNG on the Instagrams, on the Facebook, and on the Twitters. Um, you can find me uh, on social media. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram. And more importantly, YouTube, where I'm trying to get back involved into more video projects, as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Big Kev. I am uh, on the Xbox One network uh, playing Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, under Big Kev GS. And uh, you can find me and Cousin Dave, Uncle Eric, and... uh, uh, Jay Ham, as well as uh, our friend Mumbles, who uh, just started playing with it. Yeah, it's, it's not really a friend. Okay. Um, and occasionally, uh, guest star The Sandwich will make an appearance. Of course, he won't be playing tonight, though, because he has yet to do his weekend dated, weekend deadlined bonus show. Bravo. He's not wrong, Sandwich. I'm not saying he's wrong. Uh, other other uh, social media is BK Geek stuff everywhere else. By the way, I like how Nuggets just kind of like uh, screeched in the background during that dramatic pause. <laughs> Sandwich, Nuggets. what do you got? You can find me on the Xbox One Network and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E, where I'll be shirking my Red Dead uh, uh, needs and doing other things accordingly. Fantastic. Oh yeah, will you? Yes. I just love how we're, Nuggets is there. We're, we, we're having a lot. You need to sign on, Sandwich. You need to sign on today in the next couple of days because the Bounty Hunter. Are, did you get Bounty Hunter net yet? You didn't, right? What do you mean? The Bounty Hunter career no. job thing. No. You, it's free now. If you, I, I think between now and a couple of days, at some point, 
it hasn't reached everybody yet but at some point you should sign on and just collect that because it's free all right free is good and with that big cap with that mr mayhem and the sandwich we will bring this episode of geek stuff tng to a close episode 575 the one we called tagalongs even though that's a stupid name and has nothing to do with the episode to a close the way we end some episodes by saying good night og wherever you are and on that note we cue the music (laughs) 